Hakdama to the basic rules of Tumah Vitaira. There are six basic categories and levels of Tumah. We will name them and then discuss each category. There's Aviyah Vaisa Tumah, there's Ava Tumah, there's Rishain or a Vlad Hatumah, there's a Shani or a Vlad Vlad Hatumah, there's a Shlish Tumah, and there's a Revila Tumah. The highest and most stringent Tumah is an Aviyah Vaisa Tumah. The only item that's intrinsically an Aviyah Vaisa Tumah is a corpse, a dead body. A mace is Metamah Ba'il, which means if there is anything under the same roof as the mace, these items would become Tame, even if they never physically came into contact with the dead body, and this includes any person, cleave, food, or drink, which we'll refer to as Adam, Kalim, Michael, and Mashka. The only exception to this rule is a klicharis, an earthenware utensil, based on Xerius Sikhasa, that the only items that can become tamay, but oil, is something that can become tar by placing it in a mikvah. And since a klicharis can only become tar through breaking it through shvira, so a klicharis cannot contract tumah by oil and mace. But even a klicharis does become tumah mace, it becomes into direct contact with the mace, and once a klicharis is Tommy Mace, it can be Matama, Adam, Vikalim, Michael, and Mishta. Now, a dead body that's on Via Vesatoma is defined as Roy Binin or Roy Minion, which means a majority of the number or volume of the body of the skeleton or the bones of the body, and then it's Matama Boil. In addition, a Kazai's Bosom and a Mace is also Matama Boil, while an Etzim Kisaira, which means a bone that's the size of a Bali, is not Matama Boil, but even a small bone the size of a Bali is Matama if you touch it, negate. Is there is also because based on the words a person who died but being stabbed with a sword or a knife, and we learn out the actual knife, or for that matter, any metal utensil that comes into contact with a mace will get the same status as the mace itself, and it will be considered a And even if this metal utensil wasn't the actual murder weapon, it still would be an avia And the same thing we would say that if you have a metal cleat that touches someone who's an avatoma or something that's an avatoma, the metal clee would become an avatoma just like the person that it touched or the clee that it touched that was an avatoma. Now, the next level of tumma is called an avatoma. And of course, someone or something that touched or came into contact with a mace or was ba'ila mace becomes an avatoma and it's a level lower than avi avaisa But there are seven other things that have its own intrinsic tumma. They are the source of their own tumma. And that's why they're called an avatoma because it has its own intrinsic tumma. Now, what are these seven things? Number one, shemayna shratz. The eight shrasim that Tyre speaks about, if they're dead, of course the sheriff's not matam while it's alive. Number two, an avail, an animal that died without a proper shkita. Number three, a zav. Number four, a zava. Number five, a nida. Number six, a yeledas. And number seven, a mitzayah. And let's add two other subcategories that are also an avatoma. Any liquid that comes out of an avatoma, like the actual discharge itself, the zayv, or the spit, the reik, or the urine, the meriglayim of a zava, zava, nida, etc. And another subcategory of an avatoma is, as we said before, that if you had a metal cleat that touches and comes into contact specifically with a person that becomes an avatoma based on being an oil mace or by touching a mace is still considered an avatoma based on the xerosikos of the cherif that this metal item sits and touches the avatoma it still becomes an avatoma and doesn't lose its status it doesn't go down a level Midderaisa and Avatumah transmits Tumah to Adam Vikalim, Michael Mashka. And the transmittal Tumah can happen in many ways. Of course, if it comes into contact with the Avatumah, but by certain Tumahs, Tumah can be further transmitted through Merkav, Mishkav, Umayshav, and by creating pressure on an item. And even if there's no actual physical contact, a Zav and Zav, etc., can still transmit Tumah like a Zav that sits on a bed or on a chair. Also, any Michael Mashka that is Tumah Mace based on being Ba'ila Mace or Benagia is an Avatumah. 
tumba, but can only be metama other food and drinks and make them into a rishon, but cannot be metama a person or a kli. So it's not like a classic avatumah that can be metama other mekelim, meichel or mashka. The next lower dag of tumma is a rishul tumma or a vlad tumma. It's not intrinsically tummy, but became tummy by coming into contact with an avatumma. As this is a lower degree of tumma, it cannot transmit tumma to an other more keli and only can transmit tumma to meichel or mashka, which would now become a shenil tumma, a vlad or vlad Now sometimes a gemara will call a shenil tumma not as a something that is tummy, but as something that is puzzle. It's considered unfit. And wherever you see this term, it is used as a term of art to define an item that although it contracted the tumor, but it cannot further transmit this tumor to any other item in its category, and therefore Shani cannot transmit tumor to any food or drink that is schoolin. So therefore it's considered pasal l'chulin. It's only tummy, but it has no right to go and further transmit this tumor to something else, and that's why it's called pasal. Now let's just keep in mind that there is no nafkamina of chulun as tummy since there is no issa to actually eat chulun that is tummy. And it's only the gea as to this food that's a shani being mitami food of chuma or hegdish. And of course, that would become a shlishi or bi, as we'll explain in a moment. And also, there's another nafkamina. Of course, you can't be makadish any food that is a shani or tummy. Even if it's now chulun, I can't take that chulun and make it hegdish because now it would be hegdish. That's tummy and that I can't do. Now just keep in mind another thing that there were certain people that were naive to even eat chulun so as not to confuse the chulin with chuma, and therefore they created this type of achaka. Now, although Michael Mashka, that is a shame of tumor, cannot transmit tumor to chulin, as we just explained, that's considered pasal chulin, it can still transmit tumor to chuma and kachim. Since chuma and kachim have more kadusha, so it has greater susceptibility to tumor, as we know, zel umazel, when you have something that has greater kadusha, it has the ability to have more tumor. And therefore, chuma and kachim can contract tumor from a shame tumor, and it will become a shlishi lutumah. And though shlishi cannot further transmit tuma to chuma, and therefore a shlishi is also called its puzzle with chuma, it can still go down one further level and make kachim into a revi. This is a mila bekachim, which is either called a revi or tuma or puzzle kachim. And although we just explained that a revi is actually a dindiraisa, there is a sheet that's only a special dindiraisa for kachim as a mila bekachim. In any case, chuma and kachim will become either shlishi or revi, have full dinim of tuma, and therefore it's also to go and eat this. Truma and Kachim that's Tabe, and Yechayiv Akhayiv and Eil if you ate it Bishayig, and you need to burn it. And there is an actual Afkamina when you're burning the Truma or when you're burning the Kachim, because when you burn Truma, Kayin can actually have a gnaw while he's burning it, and therefore he could use a Laseka Tachshar Tachshilai. He can use it as fuel to cook his food, or he could use it as fuel for a lamp, for example. But when burning Kachim, it's Asa Bana completely, and you can't have any gnaw while you're burning the Kachim. Now, though we said that food can become Tame, but all food prior to becoming susceptible to coming tummy must be hushul kabal and the way it's hushul kabal is if one of the seven mashka fall onto this food product and these seven mashka are defined as yad shachadam yayin devash shemen chalav tal damimayim wine bee honey oil milk dew blood or water and one of the seven mashka must be placed deliberately onto the island so for example if you have an apple that was already detached from the tree and you either wash it be a dayim or one of these mashka fell onto the apple for example that it started raining on the apple, but it was already cut off from the tree. The din is that the owner must be nichle, he must be happy that this occurred, as we learn from a puzzle that says, kiyitan, and we compare it to kiyitan, makshiyitan, just so when you place something on something, it's with your own das, apichiyutan, also when something's placed on it, it has to be midas. And as far as what the Torah requires, that it be hukshul kabatum, and rashi yikul, and uncle says, that since we have a general club in the gayatum, that only applies to finished product, for example, a gemakli, and order 
for food to be considered completed, it must become wet at one point. Even if it's now dry, it will still be susceptible to tumor at this point. And there is machlekes as to the Zayim Mashkin. Some say that not only are these seven the only recognized Mashkin as it pertains to be Mashkin something Kabbalah tumor, but they are also the only Mashkin that are defined as liquid as the din of Tumas Mashka applies. And others say that the din of Tumas Mashka applies even to other liquids, for example, by made prayers by fruit juices. In addition, this next point is very important that Midiraisa or Michael can be Matama in Mashka, but a Michael can't be Matama another Michael, and a Mashka can't be Matama another Mashka. And there is even a Shita that Midiraisa or Mashka can't be Matama anything else. It can't be Matama other Mashka, as we just said, and it can't even be Matama other food products. Now, all agree that if you cook a stew and you now have a sauce or a gravy, that would definitely not be considered a mashka, but it would be considered a michael, and therefore, as we just explained, it can't be matama another mashka, since Maduraisa or michael can't be matama a mashka. Now, once a person or a kli becomes tummy, how do they actually get tired? So in order for a person or a kli to become tar from any of these tumors, generally all you need to do is go to the mikvah. Aside from a tummy mace, it also requires hazoyas me paraduma or the mechatis on the third and seventh day of his tumor, and a kli charis that cannot become tar unless it is broken and loses Shem Kli at that point, so it becomes tar, but English type of mikvah, a Kli Charis cannot be placed in the mikvah, it doesn't have any type of mikvah. Now, even when a person goes to the mikvah and becomes tar, he is only partially tar, as he can eat Chul in the Maishasheni, but he would still need Harav Shemesh prior to being allowed to eat Trumo or Kachim, and he's considered like a Shani Lutumah at that point. And therefore, not only can't he eat Trumo or Kachim, but he also, if he would touch Trumo or Kachim, they would become a Shlishi Lutumah. Now, during this period of time, between when he went to the mikvah at nightfall, he is called a Tulyayim, as you may recall from the first Mishnah, in Mesechus Brachas, Me'imisai Koyanishmah Ba'avis, Mishosh HaKoyanim, Nechnasim, Lechol B'Chumasim, and of course over here, we were talking about a Koyan who went to the mikvah, and now he was considered someone who is a Tulyayim, and that's why he couldn't eat Truma until it got dark. Now aside from a Tulyayim, there's also someone that's called a Mechusa Kapurim, which is someone that still requires a carbon in order to complete their process. For example, a Zavagdayla, a Zavgadol, a Lettuce Mitzaria, can eat Truma after Harav Shemesh, but they still can't eat Kachim, and they cannot go to the base of Mikdash until they bring their Karbanis. And for example, a Yoletis can go to the Mikvah after 7 or 14 days, depending if she had a Zachar on a Keva, and after she goes to the Mikvah, she is actually Tarla Baila, and can also touch Chulun. But for the next 33 or 66 days, she considered a Tful Yom Aruch, like Rashi points out, in Mesech Psachim on Daphne and she can't eat or touch Trumo or Kachim, and she also can't go to the base of Mikdash or eat Kachim until after she brings her Karbanis, either on day 41 for Zachar, or on day 81, for a Nekeva. And that is a person who is a Mechusa Kippurim. Now, most of the deers that we spoke about until this point are all Midraisa, but there are many deers that are actually Midraisa. We'll only mention a couple that are most Negea. In the Gemara on Shabbos, Tafir Gimel, we learned that Stamidai and a person's hands, if he was Mesir Das from them, are considered a Shani Lutum Midraisa called Shniyas Midraisa. As we want people to be careful when handling Chuma, so we want to make sure people are Mesir Das. And if Stamidai touches Chuma Hegdish, it makes it into a Shlidish Lutumah. In addition, the Chum made Xera that all Mashka that contract Tumah from a Shani Lutumah or something that is on a higher plane, meaning it's either a Rishay or a Tumah and a Via Vesa Tumah, the Mashka is considered a Rishay Lutumah Midra Banan, except if it was touched by a Tfilyayim, which then only can make the liquid, if it's Truma or Kachim, into a Shlishi. The reason we are Machba by liquid because it's so easy to become Tame since there's no need to be Machshirat Lakabal Tumah. It's not like a food that you always need to be Machshirat Lakabal Tumah and therefore it keeps away from Tumor, but Mashka is so easy to become Tummy, therefore you're much more Machmer on it. And the Rabbana also made another Xerah that all Mashka, although they are considered Rishul Tumor, can
and she was mituma to a kli. And although Rishon generally can't be mitame a kli midraisa, but since the mashka was zov and zova, there's zayiv roik and meiraglayim, which are all avatuma and can be mitame kalim. So we didn't want people to get confused, and therefore we said that all mashka can be mitame kalim midrabanan. Now this is exera mishmashka zov and zova, and therefore the kli would be a shein lutuma. But since it's only tamid rabanan, we also don't want someone to burn truma that is only tamid rabanan, and therefore we say kehechi which is an Isra so we also made a hacker and said that we only consider the outside of the Kli to be Tomei, but not the inside of the Kli, unless the mashka that was Tomei actually touches the inside of the Kli, then even by Tumid Rabban, the inside and the outside of the Kli will be considered Tomei Mid and the last point that we'll point out is we also know that the Pesach says, that I'm giving to you the guarding of my chumais. There is a chiv to guard your chuma and make sure it doesn't become tummy. And therefore, it's, there's an isra ligram tumma lechuma and a kosh can be a diamond muscav if you do it with your own hands or you do it with kavana. Of course, that's also to do and you should be very careful with chuma, both on chuma and even on chuma tmeya. There's a din to guard that chuma and we'll stop over here.